back with episode eight of work which you know folks is a new series podcast produced by transwave in this period of time and today in particular while we're recording it's the international sex workers day or otherwise known as the international horse day and for girls like me you know today in particular we celebrate the dynasty that we've created being trans and being able to make a living and sustaining our lives through sex work which is what most of us advocate for as to be or to be recognized and seen as real work. I have a very special guest with me today. Strong and prominent m- member of the trans community, of course, is very, very involved and very, very engaging. But before I introduce my special guest, I just want to put in my disclaimer before we hit right to it. So this podcast has been produced with financial support from the Equality for All Foundation using financial assistance from the European Union. The contents of this podcast are the sole responsibility of Transwave Jamaica and can under no circumstances be regarded as reflecting the position of Equality for All Foundation or the European Union. I'm a close against folks, Kim Savage, the outreach manager here at Transwave, and enough about me. I'm with a very special guest, Frames. Prince, welcome to work. How are you feeling? Thank you so much. This title, or the title of this episode, sorry, I want to say it's called Your Bingo. Sex work is real work. And I feel like we bingo with the guest here because Prince, again, is very prominent and has been doing these things in and out of these streets and making sure that not just Money is being made, but a dynasty is being formed and safe spaces are being created and things operate the way they're supposed to operate. I'm going to get more into it. So let's talk about Prince. Let's introduce Prince. Tell us a little bit more about yourself, Prince. I'm a member of the Friends community. I'm genuine and binary. I'm one of the As I said, I'm having to be here. And let's get into it. Of course. Can I not come for the Really, really simple, Prince. Just like all my other guests before, I just want to speak up into these mics so my guests can hear because it's a very interesting topic. I just ask a series of questions. First name is in the local bits. When we do the and we things for art, which is not very long. <laughs> we cut and we're, oh, all right. Yeah. All right, so let's go. What has been your experience like as a sex worker, particularly in Jamaica? I would just say it's like them. It's like I'm still and valleys with value. But I was there at good times, in a bad times, in a okay time. All right, and I want you to touch, maybe give us one of me. What's a good time? All right, so the good time is now you come up on the road to make like a certain amount of money. I achieved that the objective, I achieved make more. So those are the good times. So the okay times now you come up with it's one dollar again for hour, and then eat tomorrow, we can relax. And the bad times are always like, you know, when we'll get that tent on the road, we'll get in on the face with communications just by on the general population, the line for men, mm-hmm. So those are like the bad times. We need to finally make what we really on the 
I'm going to touch more going into the podcast because I really want to explore all this time because it, it, it's really impactful in the lives of us as transgender Jamaican and us doing sex work. But how has em sex work empowered you? Okay, so like I came out as a pretty sex work was with what we initially wanted to do. Where we say we have a quick name or promote and grow up and go on for the well coming out never have a choice and we start doing sex work it doesn't really help me for one put food on my table so I can eat I can clothe myself I have somewhere to live so it may not be the ideal situation but I'm again telling this it it was there for me we were not even my parents my peers are you got other family members then. Yeah, so that's really what sex work has done for my life. Wow. And, and you've just touched some of the struggles you face. I think your peers, your parents, not being there for you. Do you mind exposing and sharing more of some of the struggles you face when you've been actively engaging as a sex worker? Okay. When I'm like, uh, you know, here in Jamaica, we're a pretty conservative society, right? And for one, being gay is one. But then it's that another, so it's like another level when you're gay and then you're part of a trans community. And then you pick know, another level, you go more deeper when you're part, when you're like, you're a sex worker. So it's like, you get shunned from your parents. Yeah, yeah. They get shunned from your parents, their family member in the one child TLC basically have been disowned. No, we have peers then, right? We can call we'll keep you with the girls and the girls and them understand a certain situation, but them only understand to a certain extent. So if you have the ability to pay, you uh, you want to shelter away your head and so forth. You can't go to the girls and we actually would say, Oh, my one this and my one that because uh, even though the girls care, they only care for an extent. So you have to step up now, you have to do something for yourself. Because if you ever know for yourself, who is going to do it? Right. Right. And I just wanted to ask you, just leading into that, with all the struggles and the attacks and, you know, folk being absent and people just not being able to step up to the plate, how do you protect yourself through it all? Um, music for me. Music. So music is one of them. You just have to like, I, for myself, I, I'm just lost in the music. I know like some of my bears, it's weird for them. They go, they watch movie, they go to a party and just forget everything. For me, it's just music. I just get lost in the melody and just forget all my problems. That really enjoy that wins me through. So that, that refreshes you and cleanses you and that, that, that make it can start that medicine for the soul. Right. Right. Definitely. So about all the experiences that you've mentioned that you particularly would have been like just going through all your life. What's one of the most unforgettable experiences that you've had while in work, perhaps? All right. So I think that Transwave is familiar with this case. I was in New Kingston one night. It was December 8th to R17. And it was, it was a normal night sex work and support. We noticed a car circling the block. A lot of times windows open and support and we are seeing we were like, we don't look right. 
and one of her friends, our peers, came and said that this man might be a tribe with somebody, something like everybody leave us. Start call around call everybody went up on the road because this is what we do when we realize that it might, somebody might come and attack us. We'll call around and make everybody know come off of the road and we'll call against everybody except Chanel. And we were like, okay, so New Kingston is not working out. So we'll hit Ocherius tonight. And as we reach Ocherius, 5 a.m. in the morning, we only hear the news that she knows that. Hmm. And it was like, we just, you know, and stand still for the entire day. Couldn't believe it. So she did not make that watch through? No, she did not. So the night, we'll call everybody, we'll come on for the rolling, we'll put it get our phone. Right. That's something that new work actually learned. And I think the only follow-up question, because I don't want to talk much about it, it kind of rattles much people who look into right now. But if she were to answer the phone, would she have made the ultra-race trip? So, no, she wouldn't have made the ultra-race trip because, as we knew, it's like we have different gay families and support. So, my gay family, you know, we decided to go to Ultra-race. The others decided to go back to the hotels. Or she would have gone back to her hotel. No, sex work and it happens. We're endangered every day, but it was mentioned. So, this was a plug in there, you know, rest and turn on pace, Chanel. But as we move on, I want to talk about the impact of the industry itself brings and the sex, what, how sex workers are able to mitigate and navigate what's happening. COVID 19, has that changed anything for the sex working game? And if that has impacted you and changed anything at all, how? So COVID-19 is the biggest extreme club, but in terms of the sex work in it, really, because when COVID-19 just come, you just like with everybody else and the curfew was in it's 8 p.m., right? We were like, what are we going to do? Because 8 p.m. when I'm going to come out to 8 p.m. is like the earliest to come out at 9, at 9 o'clock. And when that's a weird, that's a weird occurrence. It's like normally 10. So we are going to walk for the no and like, some of the girls they know will go after put on female clothing. They must say, you know, some of them we can, we can pass as female, can go out confidently in the day. And then you have some of them know who not so much can pass as a female, then life would have been a danger. Then know we have to wonder what business overall would go because the man the man then come from paper six work and they come at night where no one can see them. So will they come in the day? So that was the question. So when so we lose majority around eighty percent of the clientele because of the COVID nineteen pandemic, what we have to do, we want to start to online Tinder, grind and so forth. So like that, that mitigated the oh, the follow up of COVID to some extent. So you went through online apps to kind of have a better way getting and having more clients and new clients while people weren't coming out to the bar. Yes. I think actually COVID has taught us something because if we can be out, like what's happening now, if it can be out on the road, yeah, still, yeah, do your business. And then you have online food. So most, most of the times then we have come out, you don't have to come out because you have find say, all right, do I do this five o'clock? And then what do we take separate address to schedule them? I do what you have to do, and you don't have to come up on the road. Wow. And that would lead me into the next question that I was about to ask you how you were able to sustain yourself, but that did the whole year you were able to sustain yourself too. So I'm assuming you would be in a big boat right now or somewhere that's causing you not. 
and all your money goes to work to keep care of yourself. But then, as I said, COVID will come in and how you were able to go out. But then online, I get infected and my own thing is, are they paying? Is there a reading paid online? Paying client? Or, they are, or are there challenges with being paid? Okay, so like, you know, so I don't just only online, but you have some clientele. The club, they don't want to pay, they agree to pay, and they don't want to pay. So it, no, it doesn't really matter if it's online or in person, you just have that one client. What would you like people to know about the sex working? Okay. So most persons, you know, in the sex working community, even myself, before I take, went into the sex working community, yeah. We looked and we said, we just look with a certain gear, so right? They really try to understand certain things, why they have to do what they have to do, and we just have to shun them, right? Right. So, but no, for me, you know, being into the sex working community, as it has paid my bills, right? Right. It has paid me, it has kept me afloat. So, before you judge a book by probably actually read the book. What? And... Thank you for sharing that because I wanted to ask that. And you keep going to manage with them. What are, what are, what are some things or what is that one thing sex workers shouldn't be peaking more or advocating for? You don't want to know. There are many things in the world. Let's go to the more soon time full I think the legalization of prostitution in Jamaica. More legalization. But how is it going to be done? What is it? So it's the one thing which is the legalization of prostitution in Jamaica. Yes. Tell me something from that. Alright. So, then we are being attacked by just the mob. Yeah. Because we're out here, because we're prostitutes and support. The police, the first thing the police are going to tell us, prostitution is illegal in Jamaica. So if a client comes and the client will want to me, we can't go to the police and say the client don't want to pay me because the mother said the act was illegal and you weren't be charged. The police themselves know them take advantage of that to limp someone from the market that they want to irritate here. Why? Prostitution is illegal. Prostitution is illegal in Jamaica, so it gives people a believe way to take advantage of us. So the legalization of prostitution would have really never worked. It should have helped. It's one, it's one foot forward. I appreciate that. Would you consider yourself a lifetime sex worker? Or at some point, are you aiming to the industry? So as I said before, right? When men look at me, we'll never want them to be doctors, or want them to be lawyers. So my dream has not been um, extinguished. I still want to be a lawyer. I just want to be, I just want to be in a better position so I can send myself to university. So I can be a lawyer, and when I'm a lawyer, it is my intention to advocate for the sex workers. And then, really, all, all we really have here to ask you and to get down into your business, Prince. And I just want to thank you so much for joining me and sitting in the hot seat and going to run showing me another Are there any final words that you like to say? Anybody like to put it in and big up? Is there anything else that you like? Big up Turkey. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Pia, large big up from Prince. Are there in the final word? 
Not really. Just have a nice day. Just, yeah, have a nice day. <laughs> Thank you so much, Bryn. And that is it, folks. That is what we have for you today. Mingling on this fast and around in Prince's business. Princess, we just want to thank you so much for joining us here for episode eight, titled Your Bingo Sex Work is Real Work. This has been really fun. I'd like to just close out with like some of the things I've learned from each of my guests. It's something that I just normally do. So things I've learned talking to Prince. One, legalize prostitution they there is a lack of social protection there's a lack of way they can feel secured there's a lack of way that they can't prevent you know to reduce stigma and discrimination because what they're doing is seen as illegal and it further marginalizes the sex working population of the transgender community two beyond struggling in the sex working industry sex workers are human beings Sex workers are doing sex work to actually sustain themselves and to try to provide a livelihood and try to just make sure that their well-being is taken care of and they can feel themselves, they can feel safe and affirmed and not just be in danger and homeless all the time. And that is through, of course, monetary exchange to get these bills, to get that bread, to get this bag. And sex work is a gateway and a pathway to the dynasty of sex workers who just is, is thriving and again also struggling but then also finding ways to mitigate those struggles all right and that's it from us we will be back with episode nine which the episode 10 because of course you know listen we are going to be back with what it is it's going to be talking about future of trans uh, and trans advocacy and what that should look like and i'll have another special guest um but until then i just want to let all my friends from the equality for all foundation just thank them with the partnership through the european union for their kind support with the production of this podcast this podcast has been produced with financial support from the equality for all foundation using financial assistance from the european union the contents of this podcast are the sole responsibility of Transit Jamaica and can under no circumstances be regarded as reflecting the position of Equality for World Foundation or the European Union. So it's been your girl, Kim. Topic has been sex work is real work. Get your friends on and listen. Our special guest today was Prince. Thank you so much for pulling through and I'll see you all on the next episode. Let's go to work.